you published this really great blog post that uh, I mentioned earlier in our conversation titled, uh, what was the title? It was titled A Year in Music and Web3 dot, yes. dot, dot, um, which was an eye-opening blog for me to read personally, which actually helped me kind of plan for this interview as well. And I wanted to bring up a couple points that you mentioned over there, okay? And uh, the first one comes a- around value. And we, we touched upon this earlier as well, uh, agreeing that value is a very arbitrary thing, right? Everybody, one man's trash is another man's treasure, right? And how do you kind of like, how do you develop value? And you poised a few questions, okay, that I want to bring up. But you kind of like, you, you boiled it down to, and I quote, recognizing that value isn't a fixed proposition, but a dance between two entities, ever shifting, evolving, and reacting to its environment, end quote, okay? And after you said that, you kind of put, what is the value, right? Is something valuable just because I say it's valuable? Does sentimental value create monetary value? How can I create value for my fans? Could I use NFTs to build a better foundation for myself and my community? These are all solid questions. And I want to try to tackle them, give or take each, starting with like, what is value? Like, how do you think about value? Because it's so arbitrary, because you know your audience, because you have a vision of the problems you want to solve, Mm -hmm. how do you tie that back into generating value? So again, it's like, I think value, if we're going to sit and try and break it down, which right. is almost impossible, <laughs> right? But like, if we're sitting here gun to head, we must we must yes. create a definition. I think that there are two types of value, right? Depending on context, there's sentimental value and then there's monetary value, right? Sentimental value, mm. like when I talk about my music and like what I create and the experience that I have releasing that music to the world and interacting with fans on a one-of-one level who resonate with that art, right? There's no dollar sign that can, um, that we can attribute to that value. Like it's limitless. Um, That being said, when we take that and put it into the real world and a marketplace, it's like the value is the dollar amount that someone is willing to pay for that. Mm -hmm. Right. And so I am a big fan of recognizing that two things can be true at the same time, right? But it's like when people talk about the value of music and the value of art, we all get very emotional, right? Because it's an emotional thing creating art. And how do you put a monetary value on that? And so recognizing, you know, the idea that it's not a fixed proposition, just because I say something has, you know, is worth a million dollars doesn't mean someone's willing to pay a million dollars. So does that mean it's worth a million dollars? And again, this is going to take us into like a philosophical cycle that we're we're never going to (laughs) solve. Which I might want to dive in for a second, but I don't want to cut you off. I'm I'm into it. Again, I live in this thought cycle. And so for instance, you know, in the spring, I experimented with selling off a percentage of master recording in perpetuity. And I decided that for me personally, a million dollars felt like the right number for a hundred percent. You want a hundred percent of this, you pay a million dollars. Right. And so that was kind of experimenting with my own sentimental value paired with the practical reality of like, I know what the potential of my music can return um, because I own all of my masters and I have 350 million streams. Like I understand the economics of that, but also there's a sentimental value of like, this is my baby. 
Yeah. Right. Like I need to get paid if I'm going to let her go. Um, and that being said, so I took that into the real world and I was just like, well, let's experiment. I'm going to give my valuation, but I put no reserve on it. And so ultimately I sold 2.3% of that master recording in perpetuity for 11 ETH, which was 23 K at the time. So essentially it's like, (laughs) I got to play with both, Right. right? My own valuation, but then letting the market decide, well, how much am I willing to risk on this? Right. Um, and I think for me, that experiment was really brilliant in and felt very like empowering to me as an artist being like, okay, cool. Now I have some more information of, I know how I value myself and now I see how others in the marketplace value me. 